What's up, y'all? This is wide receiver Deontay Simpson. This is cornerback Cam Johnson. Cornerback Deshaun Getty Jr. Senior forward Zachary Simmons, and you're listening to Bruins Breakdown, your home for North Texas sports. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Bruins Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and with me, once again, is Colin Mitchell. Colin, how are you doing tonight in McKinney? Doing good. On Thanksgiving, how, nonetheless. Exactly. I forgot. I was going to ask, how was your Thanksgiving, Bruni? I, it was great. It was great. Um, had all the all the food, you know, got to watch the Cowboys lose. I mean, mm-hmm. it felt like every other Thanksgiving except no aunts and uncles, you know, present. So didn't have to have any awkward conversations or anything. See, but in the past, not to get on a rant, but in the past. Say, you're, you're on a roll. <laughs> in the past, um, I had been really good about as long as there was football on. I can make conversation, mm-hmm. you know, around it and stuff, you know, and break the ice with football conversation and stuff. So it wasn't really a problem, you know, because everyone, everyone, every old, you know, person, all the uncles love talking football, even if they don't know what they're talking about. So you just say something, throw it out there and they'll jump on it. Tony, so, Rome, they'll be like Tony. Didn't Rome have, didn't have that. <laughs> I didn't have that today, but, um, you know, got to watch football nonetheless. So I'm, I'm happy. And then I got to watch North Texas play. So I cannot complain, Colin. Um, this is going to be kind of a quick podcast. Um, obviously, we were not able to go to the game. Uh, I'm in San Antonio at Thanksgiving, and I'll be at the football game on Saturday. And Colin is in McKinney with his family. So we wanted to jump on here and do a you know quick podcast for y'all. Obviously, we know that North Texas plays Arkansas on Saturday, and that's the the big one, at least you know of these two games. But we wanted to just talk about what we saw because this is the first first game of the season, and albeit it was not against a very good team in Mississippi Valley State, but North Texas North Texas won 116-62 to and had a school record 21 three-pointers. Made 21 of 33, 28 assists, 17 turnovers. Um, everybody scored at least one bucket. And, yeah, Colin, what, what was your biggest takeaway from a team's perspective? Uh, as a team, that this team is locked down. I mean, although, like you said, it's a bad team, locked down defensively. Like, there weren't a whole lot of, you know, uh, miscommunications on the defensive end, which is what I was kind of more concerned about with, you know, the new, the three new guys that they, I mean, played a lot. I mean, uh, uh, wow, what's his Terrence. name? Terrence Lewis, uh, Ruben Marge Jones, Perez. and then uh, Marjorez. And then uh, you had uh, Usman Abu play. So, mm-hmm. um but, I mean, the three guys that got significant minutes, I was surprised that there wasn't as much communication. And I'm also surprised that they played as much as they did in terms of, uh, I guess, their effectiveness. Yeah. The defense was was good once they locked it in because, um, obviously, there were the, the stretches where Mississippi Valley State would hit uh, a shot or two. But Mississippi Valley State was really just jacking up really difficult shots the entire game. So you can't really take – like, you can – like, yes, I agree with you that you can take from it that they – were farther along than I thought they would be. But as far as like, you know, how they're going to play against Arkansas or something like that, right, yeah. we, we still don't yeah. know. We still know. It was good that they didn't have the lapses, though, that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. That was promising. Then on the offensive side of the ball, um, like I said, they broke the school record with 21 threes. 21 of 33 threes is incredible. Against any team. Me. Against anybody. Like, I don't care. Like, even if they took those exact same shots in an empty gym, it's hard for me to say that they would do better that much better than 21 or 33. Yeah. Like just being, being a basketball player, like shooting 64% on threes on 33 threes, nonetheless, that's pretty freaking impressive. 
So um, that was what stood out to me. And obviously we, we all wanted to know, cause we didn't get to see him in the off season. We didn't get to see him in, in the fall camp fall or anything like that. Marjorie's McBride was the guy we need to see him specifically and what he could do to replace Mo Gibson at the two. And what did he do? He comes out and he's basically the reason that they got off fast. Like he hit four threes in the first half. I want to say shot into the game shooting six to seven from three and oh my gosh, he can shoot the ball. Like that was the first thing for me. He can shoot the ball and that's all I needed to know because that was my concern, mm-hmm. right? Without Mo, can you still stretch teams out? You know, I know Drez is good at other things, but can he shoot the ball? That is the crux of what this team does well, spacing the floor, letting Javion go to work. And Drez can shoot the ball. That's- yeah, and it's not even just open threes. I mean, it's, I mean, he hit some contested threes. He hit, I mean, ones, I mean, it was just, it was insane. That, I mean, six to seven, like you said, it's hard to hit that even in an open gym. And the fact that he's able to come in and just do that, I, I agree with you completely. I was just like, man, well, the new Mo, except he's taller. And he can drive, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, and he defended pretty well too. He he yeah. guarded their best player for at the beginning of the game, at least, because uh, that their best player was that point guard Hunter. Yep, Lindsey Hunter's um, son. I actually didn't know that. Yep, I don't know when that was said on the broadcast, but I missed that. Yeah, but yeah, that's 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 crazy. Um, but yeah, his shot also not to get too technical or anything, but his shot, um, it's very it's quick enough to where he get can get it off. He doesn't need that like elevation that Reese has, so he can shoot that same shot when he's. I'm assuming when he's tired and when he's fatigued, because it doesn't. It's kind of like in the three point contest where you know there's players that like jump really high don't do that well because by like the third rack they're tired. But then you see like Clay Thompson who just sits there and like doesn't even jump and just shoot shoot shoot. It's kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's what I'm hopeful that Drez is going to be able to shoot consistently for duration of games, even when he's asked to defend at a high level. Mm-hmm. And that that's, that's comforting to me that his release is that smooth and that quick and that ground grounded. Um, and then we have to get to James Reese as well, who had a very good night, five of seven from three, eight of 11 from the field, 21 points as well. Um, I'll, I'll let you go first because I feel like this is what we kind of talked about with James Reese and what we wanted. I mean, uh, I mentioned in the last podcast that Grant said that he's taken the biggest step this offseason in terms of returning players, and man, he was taking NBA threes. He took a couple dribble on the uh, he t- uh, the last shot that I remember. He got it on the on the right corner in, inside the three point line. He took a dribble to the right and then hit this the mid baseline jumper. And I was like, that's what we needed last season. He has that, and now he can just shoot you know two three steps behind the line with a guy in his face. And the fact that Grant's allowing him to take those shots. Allow against any team makes me know that like we're gonna be seeing this the rest of the season. Like this isn't just a this game thing, and I think that's that's probably one of the most exciting things because I mean if you remember last year he went it was like a stretch of four or five six games where he we were talking about like it can he shoot at this yeah. at this next level and man this yeah he's, he's off to a great start yeah his that those deep deep threes were the ones that really got me because. Uh, I I mentioned it in my player preview. I was like, if he can extend his range another feet or a foot or two, then we're starting to have conversations of this team can really really space the floor mm-hmm. because then you he fills that most spot. But like you said, he can take off the dribble as well now, and he's gonna be a guy that I expect to score the ball the way that he did tonight. Like obviously it's gonna be difficult situations, but the way he can rise up and just hit shots is what this team needs. And, and it, um, uh, sorry. And it no, allows, no. it makes it to where the, the opposing team doesn't always have to have their best defender or can't always have their best defender on JV on, you know, if you have a guy 
you know, hitting three steps behind the line, two steps behind the line, and contested threes at that, you need to have, you know, you might need to put your best defender on him. So it, it also makes it harder for defenses to, to guard, not only just spacing. Yeah, and then you mentioned Javion. Javion really, really picked his spots tonight. And I, I loved how he played, first of all. Because, like, I was thinking if I was in his shoes, like, we know we're going to beat this team, but we have Arkansas on Saturday, right? And we have a hard non-conference schedule ahead of us. I need to get Drez going. I need to get uh, Reese going. And then I need to get the other bench players going. Ruben, you know, all the other guys going. And that's exactly what he did. To have eight assists in the first half and in the game with 11 assists, 13 points, only took eight shots when he could have taken 18 shots. Only four turnovers. Only four turnovers, which I don't even think he had one in the first half. He didn't. Was it? Was it? He had four. He had four for the game. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, some of them were stupid. But like one of them bounced off his foot. It was just a mystery. And then he had the, the they called the charge on one of them. That yeah. I was like, oh, whatever. But I mean, seriously, the way he was under control in the game, the way he knew what he wanted to do, showed his leadership, showed his, I mean, veteran presence on this team, and just like he knew what this team needed, and that was beautiful to see for me. Oh yeah, I completely I, agree. And then not only that, he he also you know still shot the three ball. He hit two of four. We just need to continue to see that from him. And, I mean, like you said, he got everyone involved, and I think that was the most important thing. 11 assists and 13 points in 21, 23 minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thomas obviously only had two points on one or two shooting. He was looking to pass every single time he got the ball. Yes. That man was looking to get all the all the assists. He only ended up with one assist, but he had nine rebounds, which he led the team, which was good to see. He was good on defense. Um, this team doesn't need him to score. They need him to make open threes if he gets them and finish up the basket. And he didn't get that many looks from three because everybody else was shooting threes. So right. I didn't have a problem with that. Um, what do you think of Zach Simmons and his performance? 16.7 rebounds and three assists. I thought Zach played really well and not necessarily just him scoring because, I mean, I think everyone, when you're just playing a team that's not as good as you, Zach's going to be able to just destroy the paint. But yeah. his passing ability, I think, today really showed, especially in doubles. One, one of them uh, was on the left baseline and he got double teamed and threw it across to the right wing and it was like, wow. What a pass. And uh, James Reese shot the midi. So that that was a great pass. And we need to continue to see him grow as a playmaker because he's going, going to be doubled in the paint if he if he's on like he was tonight. I mean, 7 and 8 from the field had uh, 19 points. So, I mean, that's just another big thing for Zach. Yeah, I, I think he assisted Reese a couple of times. I was impressed. And then we go to the bench. Um, I mean, starting with, I think, uh, Jalen Jackson, who... We both said he needs to make threes. I thought his three-point shot looked better mm -hmm. than it had in past years, and he still defended pretty well. Um, was there anything else you, you could add about Jalen? Uh, I, I mean, I'm still, I, we talked about who's going to take that seven and eighth rotation spot, and I, I guess if you base it off tonight, Jalen's kind of in that conversation right now for that eighth spot. Um, but I don't know if I'm sold on it yet, only because of is the defense going to give you that much extra against like a WKU or something like that? And yes, he hit the one three. He was one or two from three. But he also was one of four from the field um, and, yeah. and wasn't able to, you know, convert a couple of layups. So, I mean, we need to see more from him. But, I mean, it, it was a better showing than I thought because he did hit a three. Um, yeah. And then Ruben Jones. Yeah, he's man. basically the only other player here that I really want to spend a lot of time on. Yeah. Because Ruben, to come in, he was one of the first two subs, right? Him and uh, Terrence, which we didn't talk about Terrence. He also Lewis, led the Terrence. team in minutes, by the way. Damn, yeah, he did. I didn't even notice that. Um, well, yes, him, and we'll get to Terrence later as well. But him and Terrence came in as the first two subs, and that's what we kind of assumed, right? We assumed Terrence is the sixth, and then uh, Ruben as the first guard. 
And Ruben comes in, and I want to say he either hit the first or second three that he took, and his shot looked as good as it did in high school. And he made a lot in high school, and his shot smooth. He's left. I mean, I was thrilled that he can shoot the ball. Yep. Like that's the whole thing for me is that with everybody, like it's basketball. Like we know what what helps and what you know hurts and hinders players there's a reason we've been saying Jalen Jackson needs to be able to shoot three there's a reason Larry Weiss needs to shoot threes there's a reason why Zach is shooting threes it's because that is how you get space for guys like Javion and Ruben to come in and hit that open three and then hit go two or four from three and then also create the way he was able to create despite his four turnovers which albeit were not good turnovers or anything like that but he was trying things he wasn't scared and I was really happy with his performance on the offensive side of the ball. Oh, I completely agree. I mean, Ruben was the guy that we said needed to replace DJ's shooting. And I think he does that, very close to that. And then also, like you said, the creating thing. It was refreshing to see, you know, your third guard actually, like, drive and and, yeah. and have the ball in his hands and, and run with it in transition as opposed to just deferring to, to somebody else. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I think... I mean, it's 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 unbelievable to me that he's a true freshman. He I mean, he's as instinctual as he is. No, yeah, he had one. He had one steal and like a pickpocket and for a layup. Um, I thought he was obviously he had the turnover, so he was still like a step step slow. I'm interested to see how he plays against Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna play over like 15 minutes. That would shock. I, me. I also don't think he'll play in the role that he did tonight in terms of having the no. ball in his hand as much. No, no, no. It's gonna be a very very more refined role mm-hmm. until he gets his feet under him, which I don't think he'll get his feet under him completely as far as like a freshman year uh, thing goes until conference play. Like yeah. that, that's the hope is yeah. to have him ready by conference play. Um, but yeah, Ruben is just an exciting, exciting prospect. And I think he's locked in for that seventh spot. Yeah. In and like first you said, uh, two steals, he had a block as well. Um, he got to the line. So it's and oh, three six, rebounds. So yeah, he's six, five. Yeah. Yeah. If he can shoot the ball, man, they're they're gonna be fine. Yep. They're gonna be fine with him. Um, Terrence obviously didn't have like a huge night, four points, um, two assists, one board, only played 13 minutes. Um I need to see more from Terrence because I'm not still not exactly sure what where I want him to play and what lineup I want him to play with. Agreed. I think that's the toughest part, part for me. Because he kind of did exactly what Thomas did in terms of they didn't force anything. They just played their role. They rebounded. They were fine everywhere. But I need to see how he plays when he's needed. Right. Whenever he's an option that they need in the when he catches the ball at the, the at the elbow and he has an option here and an option there. Like how he how he creates in that situation. Right. And then on defense as well. I think defensively he wasn't bad, but uh, he gave up a couple threes. And um, I mean he only had one rebound in in 13 minutes, which I mean can be deceiving, but. I, I need to see a little bit more from Terrence. No, I completely agree. And, and not only that, he's also seems to be more of a perimeter type of defender as opposed to what Dang was last year. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a interesting dynamic in terms of lineups. Exactly. Exactly. I And we talked about this before is who plays the five when Zach Sims is not on the court. Mm-hmm. So it's like Thomas and Terrence need to, need to be effective as um, far as rim protection. One thing I do want to bring up, are we surprised that Abu had his red shirt burned? Assuming well, that they lose I don't know how. Assuming they lose. Yeah, I don't know how eligibility is going to work this year. I'm a. I'm. I'm going to assume. Like I'm on the. I. I'm sure there's. I don't know if there, anything's been said or not. Uh, we might 
we might be out of the loop in terms something might have already been decided but um i don't think that red shirts are going to be um a thing this year i think eligibility is going to be like fluid the way that it is for football um but i'm not surprised even if it was i think my kill would be more likely to redshirt than abu simply because like we said without maya he's their fourth big mm-hmm. like unquestionably like he's 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 their fourth big and um i mean he went five of five from the field but i didn't particularly feel good about the way he played despite that scoring yeah Just his, the his defense rebounding was concerning yeah his his feet are slow especially when he gets switched onto onto guards in the pick and roll that was that was definitely the most concerning thing to me and he kind of bites way too hard off of a screen yeah. on on a on the guards yeah and yeah the recovery and the mm-hmm. second jump ability and everything we everything we kind of take for granted with zach is what abu has to develop right you know those instincts the the using his length instead of trying to jump or just trying to and being in position better is is a big thing for him um last couple guys um like i said michael i didn't ex- expect to play if there was a retro uh, implication but he did play and he his jump shot looked really nice and the one shot he took i was happy with that and um he's obviously a longer guy a wing type guy but i'm not sure still not sure exactly what to expect from him moving forward. He only played five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, JJ Murray hit two threes, two of four from three. Um, obviously, we don't expect him to get big minutes or anything like that, but that was good to see. And then Larry Wise, who played 15 minutes. We were talking about him in contention for that eighth spot, potentially him, Jalen, you know, maybe maybe um, Michael. He's one of those guys that we kind of wanted to see if he could break through. And through one game, I still wasn't that impressed with him. Oh no, I, I completely agree. Um, he he kind of didn't really have a role, especially when you had JV on the floor with him. Um, because when he had the ball out of his hands, it was just like like what what is he gonna do? And then whenever he did get the ball out of his hands, uh, I think twice he had it late in the shot clock, and he kind of threw up a shot. One of them was blocked. The other one, I think he tried to pass away, and it was like it, it's just it's just a weird fit in the lineups that he was in tonight. And then he but he did hit. You know, you said he needed to hit threes. He hit two threes. Um, he did. he did. They were open threes, but the the shot still looks a little little iffy to me as well. Yeah. No. Um. You summarized it well in that. I I still wonder what he brings you off the ball, mm-hmm. and then on defense, I don't think he's like anything special. And even with the ball, he's still not crafty. Or I mean, he's crafty, but he's not explosive to where he can get to the rim. Um, I want to see him maybe off ball screens if that's the case. Um, but then you're taking the ball out of Drez's hands and out of Javion's hands and even out of like a Thomas or Zach's hands. Like those are all proven guys that we know can create. And if you give the ball to Larry for five possessions a game, then you're kind of, you know, risking it a little bit because we don't know what Larry can do in those situations. So right. that, that's the only that's the only tough part about that situation. They did uh, have a one 49 offensive rating uh which is obviously incredible real quickly um they obviously held hung in there with arkansas do you have anything else on this game before i oh no no we're good to move on i think they rebounded fine i'm trying to think if there's anything else um no I, i don't think there was too much else to take away from that game but um arkansas on saturday do you think they have a chance oh yeah now albeit albeit they um, I learned tonight that Arkansas has nine new players on their team. Um, obviously, they don't have Mason Jones or Isaiah Joe anymore. It's a very new team, but 
you know, it's Arkansas. Right. They're going to have talent. No, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be challenging, obviously. But, I mean, I had them going – I don't even remember. I, I mean, I had them beating Arkansas was one of their teams. So, I mean, yeah, they have a chance. Uh, but it's also important that we can't take away too much from this game in terms of preparation for a Mississippi Valley State team that – you know, the last 48 hours are missing Thanksgiving and coming to North Texas during a pandemic. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but no, I mean, I mean, this is exactly what I want to see from North Texas tonight. I didn't see anybody. Everyone was locked in. And I think that was the most important thing outside of, you know, everyone scoring and the, the amount of points scored. I think the most important thing was they're locked in. There weren't a lot of miscommunications and that everyone kind of knew what they needed to do to be an effective offense. And I think that's, that's the most important thing that we can take away from this. And that sets them up well, I think for Arkansas. Yeah. Um, last thing I want to say before we, before we get going was Western Kentucky just played another really good game. They beat Northern Iowa, um, on Wednesday or yeah, Wednesday. And then on Thursday, uh, they just beat, who did they just Memphis, Memphis. They just beat Memphis. And I was able to watch part of that game. I wasn't able to watch all of it. Um, the part I did see real briefly was Memphis didn't look very good, but Western Kentucky, Charles Bassey posted 21, 14 and seven blocks. Um, he's 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 gonna be a problem. He's gonna be very very good. I didn't watch like the game, but you can you can go in and go more into that. No, he's 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 legit. He's legit. He looked how he did his sophomore year at the beginning, except better. Mm-hmm. Like he he looked really good. But like we've talked about before, the offense is so different with Charles Bassey on the court. Like they were feeding him the ball. You know, it wasn't Tavion Hollins worth doing everything. It wasn't. You know Carson Williams creating off the dribble the way it was last year. It was you know it was him. It mm-hmm. was Bassey, and that's it's a very it's weird to see because I'm used to them the being so fast paced and stuff. Right? Yeah, their guard playing stuff. So, um, still not that deep, but they're gonna be really good. They play West Virginia either Friday or Saturday. I'm not sure one of the days. I'm assuming Friday. Um, so we'll see if they can win that. If they win that, then if they beat number 15 West Virginia. I'm I'm officially concerned for North Texas. That's it. In terms of their outlook for their uh, defending. In terms of beating Western Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Western Kentucky will be ranked if they beat West Virginia. Oh yeah. Like not even. Not oh a yeah. Three and zero with wins over Northern Iowa, Memphis, and West Virginia would be crazy. But that, I don't think they do. They still struggled a lot of times to, to score the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, they were you know up and down in a sense. So we'll see how all that shapes out. I just want to touch on that real quickly. Um. I think that's that's all I had. Let me make sure I didn't have anything else. Um, Javion's usage percentage, which usage percentage was twenty three. Um, damn, they have points allowed on here now. They also have points per possession. This is crazy. North Texas averaged one point four eight points per possession. That's what I said. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Points per possession. If you multiply by a hundred, then that's yeah, the that's offensive, offensive rating. rating. So yeah, that's it. Um, plus minuses we talked about everybody was a plus everywhere um yeah no nothing else really to look at um all right arkansas on saturday uh obviously north texas football plays utsa on saturday as well at two so you know we'll have all y'all's coverage of that and the basketball game on saturday we got y'all covered with, with everything we currently are having a 75 percent off uh annual subscription deal so check that out on our site we're doing that through the first i believe of december so check that out we y'all know we have y'all covered with everything north texas and um we believe we bring y'all the best coverage in uh the north texas region on the team so check all that out follow us on 
Twitter at Mingering247, at CJH Mitchell, at Matthew Bruni underscore. Subscribe on SoundCloud or you know, follow on SoundCloud at Bruni's Breakdown Podcast and subscribe on Apple and leave us a five-star rating and review. We greatly appreciate it. We will talk to you all after Arkansas and after UTSA football on Saturday. We'll have a couple podcasts up then. But until then, y'all stay safe and we'll talk to you all later.